0: what is up y'all i am so 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 sorry for the delay on episode three i know i said i was gonna try every week and then if not every week i was gonna try every other week and this is like (laughs) week three so yeah i apologize it's just a lot been going on Um, And I know that I went on social media and I asked y'all what y'all wanted me to talk about in this episode. And y'all said cancel culture and hear me out. I feel like that's great. I did say this podcast is for y'all. So we are going to talk about cancel culture, but not this episode. And here's why. So like I said, this episode was delayed. And it's just because me personally, I've been dealing with a lot mentally. So I feel like this is the perfect time to get into mental health. um. So that's what this episode is going to be about. I'm going to talk mental health. I'm going to talk resources. I'm going to talk the taboo of it, especially in the Black community. Um, Yeah, we're going to get real deep. So I feel like I should also kind of throw out a trigger warning because when I say I'm touching all bases, I'm really about to touch all bases. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Just sit back, um, listen, and if anything comes from this episode, I hope it's helpful. That wasn't the word I was looking for. um, just bear with me, like I said before you know we off the dome with this, so yeah, let's get into it though, okay, y'all, so like I said. Um, this episode we're gonna do mental health. And I did give the trigger warning in my little short intro because I do plan on talking about and touching on some things that could potentially be triggering the people who struggle with mental health. Um, so I really did feel the need to throw that out there. Uh, also, like I mentioned in my short little intro, um, this episode did come a little late. I know I told y'all the every week to every two weeks, um, but I was was personally dealing with some things with my own mental health, um, which is why I kind of wanted to touch on this episode sooner. This wasn't going to be a topic for a while, actually, um, because it is a little hard to talk about. and It is kind of triggering, and I didn't want to just, like, throw y'all right into the crazy shit, but I feel like right now is a better time than any to touch on it, um, so I am gonna give y'all a little insight as to what's been going on with me, why my mental health is the way it is right now, um, I'm actually gonna give y'all a lot of insight, um, (laughs) So, yeah, just bear with me and, you know, remember we're off the dome with this because it's real. I don't have anything written down. I'm kind of just talking, um, venting maybe. And then I'm also going to try to, you know, throw some tips out there and try to educate a little bit um, I do want y'all to take away from this episode, if anything, I want people to be able to listen to this and be like, yo, she kind of helped me, um, whether it helps you with your own mental health, or it helps you help someone else with theirs, um, this episode is definitely gonna have a purpose, so yeah, let's get into it, um, straight into the, the deep shit, so, I actually had a family member pass away last week, um, and that was due to mental health reasons. So I would say that kind of sparked it for me. Um, it was a trigger because mental health has been something I've dealt with for a really long time, um, and when I say mental health, there there are different forms of mental health um mental illness so when talking about it for myself I am solely talking about depression anxiety and PTSD um those are the ones that I struggle with personally and I'll talk about the other ones too later on in the episode but right now you know we're just gonna try to explain mine and what's going on um So, yeah, the family member passing away kind of triggered my anxiety, my depression, and PTSD a little bit. Um, And I say PTSD because, like I said, this is something that I've dealt with for a long time. And I did have a moment in my life where I contemplated um, taking my life. I wrote the suicide note to my mom and everything um it was my sophomore year of college my roommate was gone so I kind of just like locked the door you know I was really down I wrote the note out to my mom I was ready to do it I knew how I was gonna do it and then my brother called me and um I stopped like he it's like he called at the perfect time honestly um I don't know how he knew to call I don't even know if he knew what was going on but he called, and it was just like, all right, I'm not doing it. Mind changed. Like, he actually saved my life. Um, prior to that, I did self-harm. After that, I did self-harm. I think the last time that I did that was probably two years ago, and it was after I was assaulted um, because that was just another dark thing that I had to deal with. Um, so that kind of made me spiral. So, you know, with that, I do want to say that anybody who has done that and you've reached your milestone of not doing it, whether your milestone is you haven't done it in 48 hours, you haven't done it in 48 days, you haven't done it in five years, congratulations to you. Um, you're getting better by the day. I'm proud of you if no one else is and keep pushing, keep fighting. Um, yeah so that that is kind of where I'm at right now um my mental health has not been the best because of that on top of you know some other things I'm dealing with personally family friends relationships all of that it's just it's a lot going on um I feel like right now life is just kicking me (laughs) like it's just kicking the shit out of me um So I'm trying to find ways to deal with that and deal with my mental health, trying to get myself out of this hole that I was just in for two weeks. Um, So yeah, you know, we're working towards it. We're, We're getting there. We're getting better. I'm making this episode, which I've been putting off and putting off and putting off because I've just been so like, uh, blah, numb, all of the above. Um, so here we are, but that was, that was the short version of what it was going on with me lately. I am going to touch more on my personal mental health, um, later in the episode, whenever I start talking about the different forms of mental health, um, because I feel like in me talking about mine, it's going to give y'all something to relate to, so, you know, we'll get there. Um, I do also want to touch on okay so let me let me give y'all the rundown of this episode um so I gave y'all you know the brief background why the episode's so late um what I want to talk about so I want to talk about what mental health is I'm gonna go into just some of the mental health disorders that I know about um, I'm sure there's more. I'm sure that they get more deep than what I'm gonna be able to talk about. I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm just trying to, you know, give y'all a little insight, education, raise a little bit of awareness, and whatever way I can. Um, I also want to talk about mental health in the Black community specifically, but you know, just in all communities and how it's just such a taboo thing. Um, I want to talk about ways you can help yourself when you're struggling, and ways you can help others when they're struggling, and I want to give y'all some resources at the end. Um, I'm also gonna link some stuff on my social media pages, Um, just some resources that I've used personally, so for anyone that needs them. So yeah, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about... The different forms first. So I feel like when it comes to mental health, people think of just, like, anxiety, depression. And then even whenever they think of those two, they don't think of them in the complex ways. Like, they think of them as depression makes you sad and anxiety makes you nervous. And that is not it. I mean, that's it. But that's not it. Like, there's so much more. And on top of anxiety and depression, there are other mental health disorders as well. Um, So one I mentioned was PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder is one that people deal with. Um, Mood disorders, so, you know, bipolar. um, There's also schizophrenia, there's psychotic disorders. Uh, there are eating disorders, there are personality, um, there, there are a lot <laughs> of things that go into mental illness. Now, like I also said, I'm not an expert on any of them, um, so I can only really go into detail about the ones that I know about personally, um. But, I like I said, I'll link some stuff. So, if you want information on the other ones, you know, check my social media pages and I'll link websites that you can go brush up on um, the others. But, for me, the ones that I know the most about, obviously, are depression, anxiety, PTSD, um, eating disorders, kind of, in a sense and then uh, a little bit with the personality disorders, a little bit, you know, bipolar, things like that, but mostly anxiety, depression, and PTSD, Um, so depression. Depression, I feel like, is, I don't want to say the main one, but I feel like it's the main one, you know, when when you're thinking about mental illness and you're thinking about um, the different types and what people have, I think the main one that we associate with mental illness in general is depression, like, someone tells you they suffer from mental illness and automatically they're like, oh, you have depression. Um, so what is it? For me, personally, when I get depressed. It is that overwhelming sense of sadness. Um, it is the feeling of sometimes guilt. There's the feeling of like you don't have any self-worth. You're exhausted. You know, you lack concentration. You change the way you eat, the way you move like um it that that one that one's big and it has it affects you in a lot of ways. Um for me personally when I'm depressed, I know that I do have most of those feelings like I I have the general feeling of sadness. Um I don't feel like I'm enough. I feel tired. But on top of being tired, I can't sleep sometimes. Sometimes I want to overeat. Sometimes I don't want to eat at all. Um, I can't get out of bed. I have no motivation to do anything. I can't concentrate. My memory is terrible. Um, I have a loss of interest in things. Like My creativity is just at an all-time low. So I feel like that that one is probably um, yeah, it's the most felt, honestly, I feel like, um, and I feel like it affects your life in more ways than just making you sad and unmotivated, like, I've seen depression cause people to lose jobs, I've seen it to cause, I've seen it cause relationships to end, I've seen it cause people to drop out of school, um obviously there's suicide and self-harm like it, it it really affects you um and sometimes it's just it hits you and it sneaks up on you and i think that's what people don't understand about it is it doesn't always necessarily need a trigger um sometimes it'll just hit you randomly like, I know for myself, there's days whenever I wake up and I just have all of those feelings and I have no idea why. And then there are days when I wake up and I know exactly why. Like, I know why I've been feeling depressed for the past week or so. I I just told you all, you know, but there's days where I have no idea. And it's like that for a lot of people. So I think that's important to know whenever you're dealing with people who struggle with depression as one of their mental illnesses is when they tell you they feel depressed they might not always know why so that's just important to note. um another one anxiety so anxiety and depression kind of go hand in hand um usually if you have one you have the other one so i think when i was doing like a little research (laughs) so i didn't come on here and sound completely dumb um, like I said, y'all, my memory sucks, so I'm trying to remember these numbers, but I believe I've seen that, like, 40 million adults in the U.S. Um, have the effects of anxiety every single year. Like, that, <laughs> that's a lot of people, y'all. So, it it's another it's another one that kind of just sneaks up on you um I know anxiety can come in many forms too like you can have social anxiety um personally my anxiety kind of just goes with my depression like when I'm depressed I feel really anxious so I'm anxious to the point where I feel like I can't breathe sometimes I feel like I'm being backed into a corner um I feel very overwhelmed I feel like the weight of the world is just on my shoulders like it it's a lot sometimes um Sometimes you feel like you can't stop shaking, like you just have no control, like you can't grasp anything. Like you're trying to grasp something in life and you just can't, like you're just slipping. Um, that's how it feels for me personally. So I'm not sure how it feels for everybody, but personally, that's, that's my anxiety. Um, so another one I talked about is, so bipolar disorder is another form of mental illness, um, I know that one is, you know, people are elevated senses of, like, irritability, um, I've seen it described with, like, inflated self-esteem, um, sometimes you can't sleep, um, you also get Depressive episodes with that, you know the feeling of hopelessness, all of that um and then obviously the um p t s d is the other one I rub up I don't know why I said obviously <laughs> but p t s d so post traumatic stress disorder um so that one you know obviously happens from trauma, so I feel like when people think p t s d they automatically think like military soldiers, and I get it, but that's not the only people that can experience PTSD, like, if you've experienced any form of trauma in your life, you probably have PTSD, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not diagnosing y'all with PTSD, so do not go to your doctors and be like, I was listening to Kyrie's talk, and she said that because I had a traumatic experience, I had PTSD, do not do that to me, y'all, I'm not a doctor, I don't know, but From personal experience, that's why I have PTSD. I have trauma. I was assaulted two years ago, so I'm dealing with the post-traumatic stress of that. Um, I feel like my PTSD goes hand in hand with my anxiety and my depression. Um, I don't know which one it goes hand in hand with more. I feel like they're both tied sometimes. I want to say it's the depression, um, other times I want to say it's the anxiety, like my PTSD causes me to be very anxious in public, um, I'm very nervous around men, uh, it causes me to feel the feelings of sadness, um, being overwhelmed, worthlessness, guilt, um, So yeah, they kind of just play off of each other, honestly. It's like all the different forms of mental illness are best friends, and they're just out to get you. Like, that's what it feels like. (laughs) So yeah, but that was just the gist of the few that, you know, I'm aware of. I did mention eating disorders, too. Um... I've not personally had an eating disorder, but I know people who have had them, and I know, like, part of that is because of, like, the body dysmorphia, um, body dysmorphia is something that I also experience, just not the eating disorder aspect of it, so my body dysmorphia also causes me to feel very depressed sometimes, and I wouldn't say it causes me to feel anxious, it just causes me to feel depressed, um, so yeah, like I said, I'm going to link some stuff um, on my social media pages to give y'all insight to these. Uh, I'll put some like websites up, so if you want to read up on them more, if you want to know the signs so you can go talk to your doctors, or if you think that you know someone who experiences any of these things and you want to try to get them help, like whatever these resources do for you good, like, that's the point, I, I hope they help somebody, um, so, yeah, let's, let's get into, I don't want to keep telling you guys about my personal experiences with it, I mean, not yet, like, I will, maybe at the end, like, I'll, I'll give you guys more insight, maybe that'll help somebody, but I don't want to take up the whole episode talking about me and, why I'm so depressed and anxious all the time. Um, So let me get into the taboo of it, especially in the Black community. Let's start there. So mental health in the Black community is like the forbidden fruit, I feel like. Um, I know y'all are about to relate to this as soon as I say it, but y'all ever told somebody family or friend, black community, (laughs) y'all, that you're feeling depressed, and then they say, just pray on it, baby. Huh? Do what now? Now, listen. Look, I'm religious. I pray every day, multiple times a day. I pray every night before I go to bed. I talk to God frequently. When I say frequently, I mean like no matter what I'm doing, I could be in the middle of driving. I'm be like, God, what's up? So look, I'm all for the power of prayer. I pray on a lot of things that happen in my life, like good or bad. I'm, I'm always praying on it. I pray over my own mental health. I pray over my friends and family's mental health, but the power of prayer is not enough for people who are dealing with mental illness. Let me say that for y'all one more time because I don't think y'all are hearing me and it's really important. The power of prayer is not saving your friend or family member who is struggling with mental illness. By all means, continue to pray for them. They need that, but they also need help. They need resources, they need therapy. Sometimes they even need medication. So as their loved one, you need to do more than just pray. Stop telling these kids that their mental illness is just a figment of their imagination and that you can just pray it away because you can't. It is a mental illness. It is a chemical imbalance in their brain. They need help. Little black boys are killing themselves at crazy rates right now. Black men are also killing themselves at crazy rates right now. Why? Because they can't talk to anybody about their mental illness. When they bring it up, it's it's brushed under the rug. It's so terrible. To, like why would it's like why would you even say that? Why would you even bring it up? Like no, y'all gotta stop. Like these, <laughs> it should not be so taboo to talk about. And I feel like in the Black community, like I don't want to take away from other communities because mental illness is bad everywhere you know I think right now as a society just in general mental illness isn't talked about enough it's brushed under the rug too much people are judged for it but I feel like in the black community it's I don't want to say worse but I feel like it's worse and here's why like black men have always been the ones who you know they they throw in the forefront You know, you're supposed to be strong. You got to take care of the family. Don't show no emotion. You got to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders, right? So, when a black man is struggling with mental illness, he feels like he has nowhere to turn. He doesn't know who to talk to because if he does, then he's going against the rules. You know, that's not how he was brought up. He's supposed to hold his emotion. He's supposed to be tough. Toughen up. So. I feel like that that's why it's it's a little harder in the black community and the same with black women. Black women are always looked at, you're a strong black woman. Like, okay. And guess what, y'all? Superwoman needs a break too. Like, yes, we're strong, but shit, how how strong? How much how much more strong can I be? Like, how long can I be like this? Eventually, I'm going to break. So, I feel like in the black community, we we have to we have to do better. Um, that's that's the short version of it. We have to do better because by being so judgmental and putting all this pressure on on black men and women, especially the kids, you're not helping you're not giving them a chance to you know learn about mental illness and grow and deal with it properly so the ways that they're dealing with it aren't healthy at all like you know yeah suicide is the last resort it's the worst way but I mean there there are other ways that people deal with it that aren't healthy like self-harm um drugs alcohol um being hypersexual, like, all types of different ways that people deal with mental illness, and I feel like if we just came together as a community and stopped letting it be so taboo, then we could prevent a lot of these things, like, for my generation specifically, like, we don't have to raise the next generation how we were raised. Like, personally, I want my son to be able to talk to me about anything. If he tells me, Mom, I'm feeling really depressed or anxious, okay, baby, sit down, let's talk about it. Like, I'm not going to be like, all right, toughen up, you're a man. No, we're going to talk about it. What's on your mind, sweetheart? Tell me. Like, why are you feeling depressed? Why are you feeling anxious? What can I do to help? Do you want to go to therapy? Actually, I feel like everybody should go to therapy. Um, I know it's not affordable for everybody, and I know it's not... Made readily available for everybody, but there are um alternatives like you can go to support groups um there's like online therapists there there there's there are alternatives that are not the typical hundred dollar an hour therapy session, so I suggest people look into that I'm also gonna link some resources for those things too. Because, like I said, I feel like therapy is very, very, very important, especially in the Black community. I started going to therapy a couple months ago, and it's the best decision I've ever made. Um, my therapist is a Black woman. She's amazing. Um, she honestly gets me through it all. So I highly, highly suggest if you're able to go to therapy, to go. Do not let society, do not let your families, do not let anybody make you feel like you're weak or you know that it's too taboo for you to go to a therapist and talk about your problems if you feel like you're struggling with any mental illness get help like please and I know this sounds mean whenever I'm saying this people use it as an insult seek help but seriously seek help because in letting your in not seeking help you're letting your mental illness consume you And that's where the problems start to arise um, whenever it consumes you. Because once you're consumed in it, it's harder to get out of it. It's much easier to, it's like quicksand, okay? Like, you know, we all seen quicksand in movies and cartoons. When they're, like, first in it, you know, just your foot's in it, like, it's a little easier to get you out. But when you're, like, neck deep in it, it's so much harder to get out, Um, so seek the help, seek the resources before you get neck deep consumed in mental illness. Um, take it from me, someone who has been neck deep consumed, like digging yourself out of that one is one of the hardest things in the world. And listen, I gave birth before and I'm telling you that me digging myself out of a depression was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So I feel like I keep saying I feel like <laughs> I feel like once you recognize like okay I might have a mental health disorder um I might struggle with mental illness that that's a good first step and then the next steps you need to take are you know the help getting the help whether that's you're talking to a friend about it you're talking to a family member about it you're going to therapy shit start a new hobby journal write music write poems paint exercise like do something just don't let it consume you and do not let anybody tell you that it's all in your head um when someone tells you just pray on it go ahead and pray on it but that should not be the only thing you do um and for my generation you know let's break these barriers let's let's do better for the next generation let's stop with the taboo let's stop with the judgment and actually help the next generation whenever it comes to mental illness help our kids like Let's make sure that they're getting the proper treatment and the proper resources whenever they're dealing with these things. Um, you know, let, let's let be the change, honestly. Like I like I said, I'm doing it with my son. I do it with my siblings. Like, no, I mean, we're not, we need to, we're, we gotta stop losing people due to mental health. You can't save everyone in the world, um, but you can try to save a few, honestly. So, there's that. <laughs> um, So, like I said, I also, I want this to be informative, but I want people to take away from this. I want someone to listen to this and think, like, wow, she was really helpful, or, like, something she said in there really resonated with me. So, something, a, a saying that I've been you know trying to tell people a lot lately in my life and I just said it again to my family when we were all gathered for um the passing of my aunt was just because they carry it well doesn't mean that it's not heavy um so let me say that again for y'all just because they carry it well does not mean that it's not heavy and what I mean by that is I feel like we look at people, I do it too. We have these people in our lives and you look at them and you're just like, this person is so strong. Um, They carry the weight of the world on their shoulders and they do it so gracefully. Like life just throws things at them and they just keep going and going and going and they don't stop. But just because they do that doesn't mean that it's not hard. Um, And I feel like that's something that that we forget when we're looking at these people, and that's something we forget um, when it comes to our loved ones, even ourselves, honestly, like, I like to think of myself as a very strong person, I've been through a lot of things in my life, I've been through a lot of things in my life in the past 24 hours alone, (laughs) let alone the past week, let alone the past 25 years, so, but I, I keep going, you know, one thing about me is I keep going, but shit it's heavy um and like I said before even Wonder Woman needs a break sometimes like yes I'm strong but sometimes I feel like how much longer can I be this strong like who's gonna be strong for me I'm strong for everybody else but can somebody help me like can someone take this weight off of me for a little bit give me a break you know and I feel like that's important for us to realize um, when we're looking at our loved ones is that, you know, that person that you see with that smile on their face all the time and the person that just keeps persevering and keeps going, that maybe something they're dealing with is heavy and it's just getting heavier and heavier. And what's going to be the thing to make them break? So what can you do to help them? before they break like is there a way you can just take one little weight off of their shoulders is there a way that you can relax them calm them down you know what what can you do to help and I feel like another important thing that goes with that is that it's okay to not be okay um and again that's something that I have to realize myself too because on top of me, you know, always trying to be the strong person. I'm always trying to be okay. Like, I feel like there's way too many people in the world counting on me. So if I'm not okay, then they're not okay. So I have to be okay. I have to be strong. I have to keep going, but it's tiring. So I feel like it's important to also let these people know, let yourself know that it is okay to not be okay. It's okay for you to cry. It's okay for you to feel weak. It's okay for you to feel like you, the, the weight of the world is just too much and you're going to collapse, collapse, take a nap, take a bath, cry, read, scream, yell, run, do whatever you have to do. That's healthy. <laughs> do a healthy thing Um, to help you, you know, get through it because you, you don't have to, put on the front you don't have to always be strong you don't have to always carry the weight of the world Um, it's okay to have moments of vulnerability it's okay to feel weak we're all human not one of us is perfect we're gonna go through things and it's okay to go through things as long as you get through them so you know you you can hit these obstacles just get over them you have to you have to keep going no matter how many bumps in the road you hit, just keep on going. Do not give up. I know it's hard to feel like, why should I keep going? I I know that there are days where you probably feel like the world would be better off without you. You know, why should I keep trying? Life is just kicking me. Like, I just can't do this anymore. Trust me, I feel it. But I want y'all to really think like, would the world be better off without you, and the answer is no, it wouldn't, it would not, there will be so many people that will miss you, um, there there will be people who, by you removing yourself from this world, you are taking a part of their world with them, like, you are important, (laughs) Whoever needed to hear that, you are very important and you do matter. You absolutely matter and you are absolutely enough. And I know it's hard sometimes to truly believe those things about yourself. Trust me, um, I have my fair share of days where I don't feel like I'm enough, where I don't feel like I matter, where I feel like I just can't do anything right and life and the universe just hate me. Um, very insecure like trust me I have those days and I know how hard it is to pull yourself out of that mindset I know how hard it is to get back on a positive track from there but the important thing is that you try and then that you ultimately succeed in doing it and something my therapist has been telling me is that you know it's not going to happen overnight um Especially if you're someone like me who's been dealing with this mental illness um, for a while, getting out of the habit of negativity and getting out of the habit of the bad thoughts and the, you know, toxic ways of dealing with it is not going to happen overnight. It's something that has to happen over time, but as long as you're willing to do it and as long as you're willing to try, then you'll get there eventually. And that's the important thing is that you just try you know, don't give up, don't quit, don't give in, Um, definitely it's okay to, you know, feel not okay every once in a while, but just make sure you keep going, you know, like, allow yourself time to process your emotions, allow yourself time to feel, and then, after you have your moment, sit down and think like, all right, now what's the next step? How do we get through this? What do we do next? How do we get back on the right track? Like, I feel like that's really important to do is know how to move on to the next step. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I hope, I hope that helped somebody. I really hope that I reached someone out there. Um, because that's what I want to do. Um, I just feel like, Me dealing with my own mental illness and, you know, having to deal with people who didn't understand it made it a lot harder. So I want people to understand their impact that they have on the people around them. If you are if you have someone in your life who's struggling with mental illness, please just be patient with them. Um we're not asking you to be experts because we're not experts. We you don't have a PhD. We don't expect you to know every little thing about it. We don't expect you to have a cure for it. We just want you to be patient. We want you to be understanding and we want you to be non-judgmental and then just listen to us, you know? If someone is coming to you and they're saying like, "Hey, I'm just having a really bad day. Um I'm in a depressive episode. I'm not really sure why." Don't judge them. Don't you know start getting defensive like I don't know if defensive was the word but don't don't start saying things like well how do you not know that you're like why you're depressed how do you not know that that doesn't make sense don't don't do that to people because like I said sometimes it just happens there's no trigger it'll just happen randomly so you know just try to be there for them um just listen to them let them talk, let them get out whatever they have to get out, if they gotta cry, let them cry, if they gotta yell, let them yell, if they just want to talk your ear off and you have the time, then let them talk your ear off, do not judge them, do not try to be Captain Save-A-Ho and come up with a million and one solutions if that's not what they want, like, just be there, Be a good person and be there because sometimes that's all somebody needs is for somebody to just be there and to feel like they're being heard and not judged. Like, listen with intent to listen and understand. Don't listen with intent to start talking and give advice after. If they ask for advice, by all means, but that shouldn't be your intent immediately whenever they come to you and talk to you. Like, you you should just want to hear them and be there for them especially if it's somebody that you care about even if it's a stranger <laughs> honestly if it's anybody that's just coming to you for a listening ear cuz they're dealing with some mental illness right now just be there for them like y'all get on twitter all the time and sweet like hashtag mental health awareness and did you check on your strong friends today and i feel like none of y'all are even checking on people or whenever you are checking on people you're being that judgmental asshole so relax like i i know for a fact me and my friends we actually check on each other frequently like we do our random little mental health check and you know how's your mental today um it's very important to know like how your people are doing because like I said, just because they carry it well does not mean it's not heavy. These people could be walking around with a smile on their face every day and look like they're living their best life, but in reality, they're dealing with a million demons in their head that are trying to consume them, and you wouldn't know that because you don't really care enough to ask, and they there's someone you care about, and they care about you, but now they feel like they can't talk to you, like, it's just a whole mess, let's, let's avoid it, let's avoid the mess, let's start over, you know, let's, let's be better for each other, let's be the change, um, let's make mental illness less taboo, let's get more educated on it, let's care about it a little bit more, um, and not just during Mental Health Awareness Month, not just when you know somebody just committed suicide or no like all the time 24/7 let's care about it let's let's really try to help people who are dealing with mental illness and let's try to be better as humans and yeah <laughs> I was about to say, like, the same thing twice, Um, but yeah, so I did also say that I would touch more on my own mental health, because I feel like, you know, people can relate, and I know I'm someone that, like, whenever I feel like I can relate to somebody, it makes me feel a little bit better, I feel like I'm not alone, so... Like I said, I have struggled with mental health all of my life, mostly. Okay, I don't want to say all my life because I don't know if I was two years old dealing with mental illness. But, um, for as long as I can remember, I've, I've kind of dealt with it. Um, so I did, I did do like the whole self harm thing. I did have a moment where I wanted to end it. Um, so some of my triggers and, what sets me off is like um self harm suicide or triggers to me um when like things happen in my life unexpectedly and i feel like i don't have control um obviously the trauma that i've dealt with so my ways of now dealing with my mental health and healthier ways and how I've been coping is obviously I went to therapy. Um, Therapy was a big one for me. Um, It probably has helped me the most. So like I said, therapy is something that I recommend. If you have access to it, definitely look into it and go. Um, other ways that I deal with my mental health. So I like to paint. Um. So I'll paint a lot. (laughs) I'll just get into like a creative little whatever you want to call it. And I'll just start painting and immediately I start to feel better. Um, I like to read whenever I'm feeling depressed or anxious. Working out, which my therapist also told me is a great way to help combat anxiety and depression because whatever chemical happens in your brain whenever you work out I don't know she said it y'all so (laughs) and I feel like it's true though um so working out is another one yoga I've done yoga whenever I've been in um depressive episodes meditation is lovely you know it's very peaceful um taking a bath taking a nice bath with some candles lit listen (laughs) Um listening to music. So when I'm super depressed or anxious, I throw on my little playlist. It's um called Sad Bitch Hours. <laughs> well that that I just updated and you know, updated that one. But I have my other little playlist that I will listen to also. You know the little R and B sad vibes. Yes, I'm one of those people that whenever I'm sad, I make myself sadder. But for some reason, it works for me. I don't know if it's gonna work for all y'all, so don't don't quote me on it. Don't be depressed and start listening to some sad shit like Rod Wave or something, and then be like, oh, well now I feel worse. And it's because Kyrie told me to. Don't do that. Do not do that. No, <laughs> just listen to whatever's gonna make you feel better. Um, but I know music is an escape for me. It always has been. It's just like, if I don't have anything else, I have my music. Um, Also talking to people. So I have, like, my select few people that I know that if I'm in the middle of an episode, I can just text or call and they'll just listen to me judgment-free. So they also help. Um, But honestly, really, it's just whatever you feel like would take your mind off of it, oh, I also cry, too, like, crying is, like, the best release for me, I feel like, you know, I cry it out, and then I'm okay immediately after, my therapist also said that's a great thing to do, because that's exactly what it's doing, it's just releasing, like, the negative emotions or something, so, yeah, but whatever helps you, honestly, like, I feel like, from what i learned from therapy and with myself is the most important thing is to just, just try to find healthy coping mechanisms um get away from the toxic and harmful ones and find something healthy to do to get your mind off of it clear your head talk yourself down and pull yourself out of these ruts and if none of those ways work you know there there are other options um Like I said, I'm going to link a few. Uh, I'm going to link like the suicide hotline number and there's a few other numbers you can call. So I'll link those. Um, One of them, I actually did text before and they were really great. Like you just text the number and you tell them like, hey, I'm feeling this way. And one of their people texts back immediately and they won't stop texting you until you tell them like, all right, I feel better now. So... There are a lot of resources and there are a lot of ways to cope and help you. It's just, like I said, really whatever helps you. And I think that that's probably the hardest part is just trying to figure out what's going to help you, especially if you're like really depressed and you have no motivation to do anything. Like, some of my coping mechanisms don't help me whenever I'm in a deep depression, like the painting, because I don't feel like doing anything, and the working out, because I don't feel like doing anything, so then I am stuck with, you know, just listening to music, or just texting, or calling somebody, but that's better than the bad, harmful ways, you know? So, yeah, um, I feel like I touched on a lot, and... I hope that this episode was informative. Um, I hope you all were able to take away from it. Um, I know it wasn't the most exciting one. It wasn't like, it wasn't cancel culture, you know, it wasn't a whole bunch of laughter and joking. It was a little more on the serious side. But like I said, I have been dealing with a lot with my mental health personally, and I just felt like right now was the best time to kind of like get into that. Um, I'll probably do another episode on it, like later, way later, where I talk more about it in the black community specifically, because I feel like that's major. And I feel like that's something that really, really does need to be talked about. And I'll probably bring a guest on the episode for that one, too, just so I can have another person's point of view and perspective. Um, but like I said, that one won't be for a little bit later because I'm not going to hit you guys with the dark, deep stuff like, back to back. Um, so next episode. I will try next week. I promise I'll try next week. Um, I don't see why I can't do it next week, you know, as long as life doesn't just keep kicking me, <laughs> but I'll definitely try for next week, and we will definitely touch on cancel culture, because that's what y'all want, and I'm actually here for it, Um, I've been seeing some things on social media, so we'll, we'll get into it, I think, like, Meek Mill and academics were trying to cancel each other or something. So we'll talk about that. We'll we'll talk about it all. Um and I did do my research because I'm not about to be on here looking crazy and I'm gonna know what I'm talking about. So yeah, cancel culture will be next week. We'll try to drop it next Friday. Um Yeah, so that that is it, y'all. I don't really have anything else to say. I am gonna go and paint um because my mental if we're being honest is not all the way there still but I had to get this episode out to y'all by any means I'm dedicated to the people (laughs) I love y'all so yeah um like I said my social media oh oh my god I just choked on air You know what, y'all? I gotta. Alright, we gotta end this. Um, like I said, my social media accounts. I'm gonna link a few things, so I'm gonna have resources about therapy. Um, resources about support groups. I'm gonna have a few phone numbers that you guys can call if you need help. I will link some. websites for healthy coping mechanisms. Look, I'm gonna link it all. My social media followers are gonna be like, what the hell is this girl doing? Because this is not what she normally be tweeting about, but they gonna have to deal with it. So <laughs> um social media at the Kyrie curving that's on Instagram and Twitter. I'll have it mostly linked on my Twitter, but I'll throw a few things up on my Instagram story for y'all. Um but yeah so you know y'all take it easy um one day one step at a time remember to breathe remember to relax remember that you matter you are important you are enough and you all are beautiful beings and the world would not be the same without you and I love y'all I don't even know some of y'all but I love y'all okay so y'all be cool like how you be cool